Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah! One day closer to an NFC championship opportunity for the Rams, Al. And every day we get a little closer, I get a little more excited. I get a little more tense. All of the things that make this stuff fun. But I, I here, here it is, right? We're so close to this. I'm very, very excited. Yeah, all the emotions. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of Rams fans out there saying to themselves, I'm getting a little close. By, by the way, this is the beauty on Sunday. These games are fantastic. The way yeah. last weekend went, yeah. the way everything was lined up. We're going mean, to get disappointed, right? It, there's no way. I mean, how do you follow that? That's like no, going you're on stage after Richard Pryor. You don't want that. No. <laughs> you don't want to be the guy coming out there next. It, it's not. That's not going to happen, but uh, at least we can kick back. I, I like the fact that the Rams and the Niners, before that game starts, you already know who's in the Super Bowl. I think that's, yeah, that's right? kind of cool. You kind of have an idea of who you're going to be facing. And then uh, and then after that, I mean, we'll, we'll sprinkle in 38 Laker games between now and then. They're going <laughs> to keep pumping these games in. little Hawks game before that, and yeah. we'll go from there. So here, here's the deal today. And then mm-hmm. we'll, we're going to give away some Laker tickets coming up later today. Good. Lakers Bucks, by the way. Lakers. How, how good is that? Um, yep. We got to talk about Giannis and his bucket of wings as he was doing his press conference last night, which was absolutely terrific. I, I I already like Giannis. Now I really really like Giannis. Haven't seen him go to at work at, at those chicken wings. Um, but look, I I we don't know a lot about Taylor, right? We we have not gotten to really peel that onion yet too much on the Taylor front. And Emily, when we were in our group text this morning, and Emily said that she got a kind of a crappy note from one of her roommates about, you know, the, the place is a mess. And we'll, I, I'm going to read the note because it's terrific coming up eventually. But Taylor kind of starts chiming in with his bad roommate stories. And we've all got one. If you're unlucky, you've got like two Taylor's got like 14 of them, and so I'm I'm trying to figure out if he's like the most unlucky guy in the world, or maybe there's something about Taylor that's maybe attracting. Yeah, Taylor's maybe drawing, not the best so, people. Yep, I think, <laughs> there's, I, think there's I know where you're going, going there. there. Taylor, fill us in here, bro. What's going on in your life? I've just lived with a lot of people in my life, a lot of dudes, and I've had a lot of good roommates too. But the bad ones are really bad. <laughs> well, I don't even. I mean, put it to you this way, and not to spoil the whole thing right away, but. The guy that had five DUIs might not have been your worst roommate. That's that's saying something. When that guy's not at the top of the pyramid, Taylor, we, you've got an interesting resume there. Right, but he didn't tell me that when I moved in. <laughs> I just found things out gradually later. Well, well, he, didn't, that's always, he didn't introduce himself like that. He was like, okay, hey, my name's Alex. I have four well, DUIs. Don't worry about this. <laughs> The fact that he couldn't drive wasn't a tip-off or that he was always having a six-pack before he jumped behind the wheel, maybe. I I don't know. I feel like this is something that you could have found out somehow. It's Wisconsin. That's just kind of the culture there. (laughs) No, but you know what? Here's the truth. How You're not going to know anything about him. If you go out, Emily, this is a perfect example. You went out with Connor last Saturday. How are you going to really know anything about this dude? And even when you meet the guy, it's going to take a long time before you really actually get to know the person. You gave I think the paperwork. That's how I know. The paperwork, <laughs> the tax returns, that definitely helps. But it's like, you know, with, with roommates, I remember when it, the, the first time 
I lived outside of my uh, outside of my parents' house in college. One buddy I knew, the other person I didn't know. You find out a lot about people, whether it's they're just complete pigs inside the house or they like uh, inviting random people or like whatever the case is, right? You only find that out about people later on. It's not uh, it's not something you find out right out the gate. Well, well that's the thing. Like you, the the messiness factor of it is you're you're gonna know pretty quickly if you just d- jive on a you know an odd couple level, right? Like you're somebody that eats a meal and cleans up after yourself and everything's back in the cabinet and done or in the dishwasher and washed and dried and put away, or are you the one that puts the plate in the sink and it'll sit there for a few days, right? If if, if you know that after a day or two and. Quite honestly, neither one of those people are going to change their habits. The guy that's clean isn't going to like the guy that's dirty, and the guy that's dirty is like, what's the big deal? I'm not going to clean up after myself. But it's the creepers. It's the other ones that are the really – that takes a little bit of time before you're like, you know what? This guy's a weirdo. (laughs) That kind of – you got to peel the onion on that one a little bit. That's not coming out in the first week or so. No, you'll probably find that out a little bit later. Not good. And the lease already has six more months on it. There's nothing you could do at this point. The guy's going to be there. Now, at that point, you start doing the math, right? Like, um, could I eat six months of rent? Could I pay double rent for six months? Do I need to get out of here, like, today? Am I, is my safety in jeopardy, or can I live with the guy that uh, leaves his plates in the sink for a week for six months? Can I just suck it up and live my life like that? This is this is exciting. I have a feeling that we're going to get some phone calls on this, 877-710-ESPN, because we've all had it, right? We we had a – I had a roommate in college who – I. I was on the baseball team, I, you know, so I lived with baseball players. My first, I went to UCSB five years, right? It took me five years to graduate. The last year, um, I wasn't playing baseball anymore, but I still lived with two of my former teammates. But we had a two-bedroom place, and we needed a fourth roommate, so we kind of put an ad out like, hey, you know, if you want to come live with us, there's a spot. This guy showed up, very normal, normal enough guy, you know, seemed, yeah, okay, cool, whatever. Moves into the room with – I'm in with one of my teammates. The other guy got the short straw, Ryan. My Granite Hills Eagle guy, uh, Slee, yep. is, in, is in the other room. This guy comes in with black poster board and puts it all over the room, right? Like, it's, it's Santa Barbara. It's beautiful. It's sunny. There's natural light coming in through all the windows. It's a beautiful place to be, and he's turning it into a cave. He's turning it into, like, this hovel where happiness goes to die. And he goes in there, and he writes all of these things, these little creepy messages in black marker on these black poster boards. And none of us knew that he was writing into these things on there. It wasn't until he left his black light on one that night you see and all of these messages what were the popped messages? on. What's on there? Just, just like how he wasn't the happiest guy in the world. Nothing Ooh. like, I'm going to kill these guys, but it was... You know, but there also the, wasn't the world like motiv- is unhealthy motivational uh, messages on there. Hey, no, wake up, say a prayer, and hustle. <laughs> have a great day. Kill it. You're the best. It wasn't yep. that. Live, laugh, it, love. Yeah, no, not live, laugh, love. It was the universe is vast and empty. Things like that. Things that just kind of made you go, oh boy. Did you did, did you have one of those guys that not not just eh, a little sloppy, but. This guy may do something to the rest of us. I don't know. Not not may do something. He just get everybody's got random things. There was one dude, um, nice guy, just you know a little off. I'm like, sounds a little off here. I don't know. I don't know what it is. You know, it's like I gotta I'm sleeping with one eye open here. I'm gonna make sure I lock the door a little bit. You just, <laughs> just never know. I think that I I think the the okay. Do you respect your roommate? 
does your roommate respect you? Whether it's privacy, whether it's cleaning, like that stuff was, I think, always the stuff that stood out to me. One guy would just sit on the couch all day and just watch TV. I'm like, bro, are you going to do anything? Like, you have nothing. What if somebody else wants to watch you? TV? Yeah, exactly. Why are you always here first? Why, why are you always why here? And why are your feet all over the couch? This is, I'm going to sit there in just a second. Yeah. <laughs> this is what it is. I, so, I had a roommate that uh, surveilled me. Like, she literally had a hidden camera in the living room that I didn't know about until she told me about until I confronted her about it later. And she's like, oh, like yeah. Like a nanny cam kind of situation? Yes. Like, was it in the eye of a teddy bear or something like it that? It was like in her plant. About. It was in her plant. So no she way. had a plant in the corner, and she had, a, like, a little camera in it. What was her reasoning? How she I said, FBI agent. <laughs> she said, quote, unquote, that it was for burglars, but it wasn't pointed at the door. It wasn't pointed at anywhere where a burglar would enter. And so it was just burg- at like a place where I used to like be around a lot. So I was like, this seems a little odd. And then Damn. I found out later that she would text me about like, oh, hey, you didn't do X, Y, Z. And I was like, mm, okay, this is a little odd. So I got out of that situation in less than a month. I was living there less than a month. My parents had to come up from Virginia to move me out. This was in Connecticut. So uh, yeah, pretty yeah, terrible. That's pretty, getting, getting electronically surveilled by a roommate is is a pretty good one. That's a, that's a creepy moment. I same guy that had the really dark messages painted in black ink on black poster board. He go. He he was like you, Al. Not not that you're a dark personality, but he liked to go camping. Okay, so we I, we've talked about this. I'm not a camping guy. I'm I'm going to Deja Vu to drink pitchers and shoot pool. He's going hiking in the San Ynez Mountains. He's probably living a far healthier life. Moving. How forward. are you making a connection between the black light and all that stuff with camping? How do those Wait, two go together? So here here this is what happened. Okay. He comes back from. He didn't. I don't think he liked us any more than we liked him, truth be told. He didn't spend a ton of time in our place other than to sleep. So he comes home from his camping trip one day, and he doesn't look great, right? He, he, he looks like he's a little off. And another hour or two goes by, and he looks a little more off. And the next thing you know, he comes back out of his room, and his entire face is swollen, like his eyes are swollen shut. He's having a little trouble breathing. And we're like, hey. His name was Steve. Like, Steve, whoa, what, what's what's going on? Are you okay? And he's like, well, uh, one of my uh, camping guys just called, and uh, I think we put some poison oak on the fire, and we inhaled the smoke. He got poison <laughs> oak from the inside. Okay? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> right. Not good. Not good. So we took him. We Well, again, the Granite Hills guy, we made him take Steve to the emergency room because he was having a very troublesome moment where he was having trouble breathing and everything else. He goes to the ER. He, he, he was fine, but he comes back. They loaded him up with Benadryl or whatever Awful. else you give him. It looked like Mike Tyson had pummeled him for about 12 Awful. hours, and we weren't the best nurses in the world. We did get him to the hospital on time, but these are the sort of roommate situations that are going on. Yeah, I would have made him soup. That's the best I could do, bro. <laughs> yeah. got soup Chicken for you. noodle or vegetable yep. beef. It's the best we can do. All right, so how good is this? We've talked mm-hmm. about uh, the Rams and the Niners and the mm-hmm. fan situation that we're going to find out on Sunday, right? Uh, how many 49er fans are going to be there? The 49ers took over SoFi last time. It was more 49er than it was Rams. Um, and, and Probably going to be the same this weekend. I think it's certainly a possibility. I, yep. I, 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 put, let me ask you this, Al, before yep. we get into it. If I could tell you right now, hey, it's going to be a draw. It's going to be 50-50. Would you take mm-hmm. it? As weird as a question as that is, would you take it a 50-50 split in SoFi right now? Yeah, listen, 
if it's 50-50, you take it, but it doesn't take away from what's happening, that this is the conversation, that this is the predicament, that it's a situation, that it's not home field advantage. It won't be home field advantage for the Rams. It won't be. At best, you're going to have, hey, when we score, you can hear it, and when the Niners score, you can hear it. And when you get that stop on third down and somebody's got a punt, you're going to hear the opposing fan base crystal clear. And it's probably going to be the same for the Rams as well, right? You're going to feel Rams fans, but you're also going to feel Niner fans the same exact way, if not more. So take it 50-50. Yeah, you probably take it. What was it? Vivid Seats was saying was going to be 65-35, whatever the case yep. is. Yep. At 50-50 sounds like uh, that would be that would be a positive thing. I, I think I would too. As, as weird as it is to say, I think I'd take a push in that department, but We've heard Sean McVay, don't sell your tickets. We heard Matthew Stafford, you know, the noise took uh, effect last time we were there. Andrew Whitworth's wife went on uh, Twitter or Instagram shortly after they beat the Bucks, like, hey, don't sell your tickets. We've taken a million calls from people saying, listen, I'm selling my tickets and here's why. Just the basic economics of it all. I can buy my tickets worth 250 Somebody's offering me 2500 I can pay my rent for a couple of months if I sell these tickets. Why, why would I not do that? I get it. Kelly Stafford, Matthew Stafford's wife, did something that's pretty awesome. Instead of just saying, hey, listen, don't sell your tickets. Come on, be a, be a great Rams fan. She basically has gone into the secondary market and bought up a bunch of these tickets, and now she's giving them to people that are sending her notes on social media, Instagram or whatever, saying, and, you know, first responders, vets, things like that, or the lifelong Rams fans that maybe can't afford to go to a game. These are very expensive games along the way. It's kind of unbelievable that it has come to this, but what a great move by her. Look, Matthew Stafford, I looked it up, he's made about $254 million wow. in his career. They, they're fine. They can go out and buy some tickets and be generous, but it doesn't make it any less generous. It's, it's a really good move to ingratiate the Stafford family into the Rams family, into the Los Angeles family, to buy all of these things up. Say, I'm not just going to complain about it. I'm going to do something about it. Yep. It's a great move. So it's funny. I, if I'm trying to – there's a PR portion of this. It's like, okay, hey, let's do this. This is great for us. I actually don't even feel like – that didn't really dawn on me. I think she's genuinely like, hey, we – we got to do our part. Yeah. She obviously wants the, the Rams and her husband to get to the Super Bowl and have a chance to win a Super Bowl at SoFi. Oh, by the way, you know, 12 years in a row in Detroit, there was never really excitement or opportunity to actually win the whole thing. I think it's a baller move by her. And I think at the same time, it's like, yeah, no, this is sad. This is the reality. You and I were talking a little bit about this. Not that we have to spend a whole show talking about how many fans are going to be there. You know, Trav, this might not just be the whole – well, you know, they just came six years ago. Oh, well, you know what? The Rams fan, they need time to grow their base. This might just be the reality of, uh, of football in L.A. I mean, how many years was there no football in Los Angeles? 22 you and, years. You and I both know this. The NFL is a beast when it comes to business. Just an absolute beast how much money they make. And now, can we squeeze a little more? Let's add another regular season game. Let's add another team in the uh, in the playoffs just to more revenue opportunities, more TV more, opportunities. More, more, they have more. every single network fighting over ESPN. We'll take Mondays. Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, hey, we'll, we'll grab Thursday. You have you all these. You guys ever these... thought about doing a game on a Wednesday? Because we'll pay you a billion dollars if you want to do that. Bro, they have every single <laughs> network doing what they're doing. The reason why I set it up that way, NFL knows how to make money. 
they're making money. They were making money before they were any teams in LA. They were making money after, you know, obviously teams are, are now back in Los Angeles. Could this just be the reality of football in LA? It, it could question. be. It's a great question. I, I want to get into that because maybe it is, and is it ever change? And does it have to? Because there's a lot of layers. There, there are 20 million people here. There's a lot of stuff going on here in Los yeah. Angeles. Well, Plus, it's already happening. People are calling 877-710-ESPN, your terrible roommate stories, because I don't know if anybody's beaten Taylor. We're going to have Taylor read off his roommate resume at some point, too, because he may be the unluckiest man that I've ever heard when it comes to roommate. It's all coming up. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests appear via the Goodyear hotline, like Tori Holt, who's coming up later today. Rams legend Tori Holt will join us. All that coming up. Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Yeah, I, I had a feeling. I had a feeling that, yeah, I lived with this guy one time or I lived with this girl one time, then she did X, Y, and Z. This all started because Emily got a crummy message from, is is this your roommate, Emily? Is this a landlord? Yes. It's it a was roommate. in um, our roommate group text, and it was uh, several paragraphs long. It was <laughs> the entirety of the scroll that you have on your text. So it was not fun to get that last night, and then... Still is no is she like person. the den mother? Like, why is she the one sending out the, the, the thing? Like, just, hey, if you want to clean up, clean it up yourself. I'm not right. doing it. That's my that's my uh, point of view. But she uh, chooses to always address it uh, in the group text and thinks that we all need to be responsible. <laughs> keep in mind, our place is pretty clean. We keep it pretty clean. There's just three of us. Enough. Ex- <laughs> no, she's she make us do a chore chart. That's a big thing. Wait, and wait, like, wait, wait, wait. Stop right there. <laughs> what do you mean she makes you do a chore chart? You're an adult. Nobody can make you do anything. She sat us down. We had a roommate uh, talk. Uh, a like roommate a conference, yep, 100%. Yes. Yep. And then we have mm-hmm. on our fridge, she, we have a on the refrigerator. Yep. yep, a sheet of paper that has the day that you have to complete your chore by. It to mm-hmm. sign it and date it. Yeah, so, Emily, I, I yep. know you have a mother because you've talked about your mother on this show yeah. before, so I know that she's a part of your life. You don't need a second one. Why? You, why you I don't. don't. Trav, why does this sound <laughs> – this is – pressure. sounds like pretty normal you. to me. When you get into a lease agreement <laughs> and you have roommates, um, there's certain things uh, that – there's other responsibilities that come with it. You have to sign on the refrigerator. There's It's on there. <laughs> This isn't like it's tough or it's anything a like that. Legally binding document. It's a due date, it wasn't Travis. lawyered up. It wasn't Is there dust behind the refrigerator? <laughs> okay, sounds good. Maybe we should meet. Yeah. I, all this, none of it sounds crazy to me. This sounds also, it makes a lot of sense. I'm the only one that's the bathroom that her and I share, uh, and it's been two months since she's cleaned the bathroom. Just, let me just so that right, out get, there. Get, get your team of attorneys on this and mm-hmm. turn it over to her and say, here are my demands on you. What, can we say her name on the radio? Can we want to give her an alias? What do I'm, I'm just going to leave that open. I'm not yeah, going to say it. <laughs> Fair enough. Just, all right. just, just for her own purposes. But yeah. T- Taylor still is taking the cake so far. But Emily, your your story is pretty great considering she what, what did they 
say when there's hard. when there's a anytime there's like a, a legal case, they give that person a number. Like you know how they say like witness number two. You know how they give them. What do we give Emily's roommate, Travis? If we want to talk about her, what what number are we give? We got to give her something like roommate number. Jane Doe. <laughs> Uh, Jane Doe. Jane, Jane Doe, roommate Jane. I like that. We can yeah, just roommate call her, Jane. We can, we can call her yep. Jane along the way. All right, it's okay. time for some Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Let's go to Compton and Nico. Nico, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up, Nico? Hey, what's going on, Travis and Slee? Hey, Stan Kroenke got a bad roommate in Spanos. He got a, <laughs> a relative that comes sleep on the couch, Brandon Staley. You you can't – Dean Spanos could barely afford to pay his rent, and he blows off playoff money. But my roommate story, and I don't mean to be distasteful, Travis, I had a roommate in college. I went to Jackson State where Dion is the coach now. Sure. So I'm coming – Compton. So when I went to Jack, I went my sophomore year. I went late. So when I got there, it was wasn't too many rooms left in the dorm. So a little guy, he was my. It was one room left. His name was Ant. We called him Ant Banks. He was about five feet tall, weighed about a hundred pounds. So my boy was older than me. He said, "Man, you you stand in the room with Ant." He said, "Whatever you do, if he come in that shower, do not look down." Man, that little dude, I was in the shower one day. He came in there. He had to weigh – he was only 100 pounds, but that thing weighed 50 All right. pounds. <laughs> Thank you, Nico. I think that uh, we get the idea. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to get into weights and measures and units. And, and just let's just say that you lived with Ant, and he was five feet tall, and he had, he had some – he got a deal. Let's just leave it at that and keep it moving. Now, this is this is not what don't I had out, in mind. No, no, don't owl me. I got nothing for you, okay? This was your idea. Take calls, roommates. That's the first call yeah. that you take. This one. Well, I didn't uh, know that Ant I, was How do you want me to transition up. from that? Well, I'm fine. <laughs> then I'll do it. Jake in Northridge. Jake, uh, if, if your story is anything like Ant's, please keep it to yourself. Otherwise, the floor is yours. Uh, no, I mean – it's, it's kind of gross, but it's not exactly. I, tr- I promise you, it's not like that. But <laughs> Thank you. anyway, so we'll call him Pat, right? Because I don't want to give him his real name. But so I'm in college. This is my roommate from college. We, you know, we're we're, we're good friends. And he's got an intramural basketball game. And he's like, dude, I don't have shoes. I need to borrow some shoes. And I'm like, yeah, sure, go ahead. We're the same shoe size. Go ahead. He takes them. He grabs them. He goes to the game. He plays. I'm not at the house. I come back, and then I'm going through my drawer, and I'm, you know, I'm, I got to change. I go through my underwear drawer, and I have a wet pair of underwear in my drawer. And, I'm, and I pick it up, and I'm like, what the heck? What is this? And then I asked him, I was like, dude, did you borrow my underwear? And he couldn't give me an answer. And I was like, you sick, sick person. You took my underwear, wore it, and then put it back? <laughs> like, you didn't just want to wash it? <laughs> All right. Look, this is this is not exactly what I had yeah, in mind, Yeah, not going out. as planned. Yeah, not going this as planned is, so far. I, I, but put it this way. That's a lot better than Ant from Jackson State, who oh, is Jake's now was, my, my favorite character in the history of this show. <laughs> Jake's was pretty bad, too. If somebody, first of all, who borrows <laughs> underwear? Ant. Who borrows underwear? I don't no, think you, I've heard of that. You, you, you borrow somebody's underwear, and then on top of that, you go play basketball, and you put the underwear back 
in the underwear drawer as if it would be if somebody borrowed somebody had to borrow some headphones okay just headphones <laughs> you put yes. them back maybe you clean off the ear area whatever you wipe. did get you an get an alcohol, alcohol wipe, wipe. <laughs> underwear you borrowed somebody's drawers and you put them but, right back in there as if nothing happened this is like borrowing your dad's swim trunks only a thousand times, times worse. worse. <laughs> exactly. Like yeah. sometimes you'll. Hell, I have. You can. You can use my trunks, son. Like, ugh, I really would rather not. But whatever. It's your dad. You gotta keep it moving. You try not to think about it too much. But uh, yeah, no, that was bad. Although Ant is is gonna bother me for a while. Let's let's talk about some football. Let's go to Palmdale with Mike. Mike, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up, Mike? Hey, what's up, guys? How's it going, man? Right. Um, I don't know. I I don't know about uh, the underwear thing. I know when uh, my cousin <laughs> stayed over in the past, I uh, let him use some socks. But I, yeah, socks okay. Them, yeah, socks. Socks <laughs> seems okay. And know, by the way, and when me. you're done with the socks, just go ahead and put them in the yeah, put them in the laundry basket. You know, just kind of a simple strategy <laughs> idea there. I don't want nothing to do with them. What do you got there, Mike? Yeah, what do you got uh, football wise? Yeah, to so, I want to talk about the whole San Francisco uh, Ram game coming up and everything. So I've been a diehard Rams fan for about 20 years now. I'm 32 years old. I was a St. Louis Rams fan growing up. My best friend, he's a he's a diehard Cowboys fan. Well, me and him got into a couple games. We went to the Cowboys uh, stadium out there in Dallas. He came out here, uh, and we met up for the game in L.A., the playoff game a couple years ago when C.J. Anderson ran all over Dallas. But uh, the reason I, was, I wanted to talk about it is he got a job with the Rams, and we're starting to pull him in to become a Rams fan. He's pissed off at Jerry and – and everything since they got kicked out of the playoffs, and now he's starting to pull. So I think the longer they win, the, I'm sorry, the more they win and the longer they stay in L.A., I think we're going to start pulling some fans, man. I'm hoping. You know, I might be a little, they might be a little bandwagony, but I'd uh, – Well, you, you I, don't Mike, how you're going to find out, and appreciate you calling in. Trav, the success that the Rams have had since they've been back in L.A., this is unique. Like, this is – you know, you obviously have an organization that cares about winning. They want to – they know that if they're going to start gaining Rams fans back in Los Angeles or just create new fans, you know, there might be – there could easily be people out there that were – they're football fans, but they maybe they weren't affiliated with a team because there wasn't a squad to cheer for here in L.A. Um, winning has obviously a lot to do with that. Sure. The real test is going to be at some point the Rams are going to have some bad seasons. Now that's going to happen in the next couple of years. It might happen in five years. Whatever the case is, this is the NFL. There's going to be times you don't make the playoffs. I, I think the you know true test for the Rams. It's easy right now to root for the Rams. Look how good they've been. Look how look how attractive they are. Look at the big names that you have on the team. The way they play. Look at the way they play. I mean, all these you kind of put together. That that's. I, what I haven't heard yet so far, and I think this is part of the conversation that we we're starting to have, is maybe this is just going to be football in L.A. Maybe this is when big franchises come to town, this is what it's going to look like. And if you're on the Charger side of things, you might have it a lot more often, that even if you are good, you're still going to have a ton of fans from the Chiefs and the Broncos and the Raiders and all these other uh, opposing fan bases that yeah. come to uh, SoFi, and that's that. That might just be the the, the platform. Look, th- this is it's actually in a weird way a compliment to where we live. It's it's a compliment to 
our way of life here in Los Angeles. First of all, it's just the size of it all, right? That there are so many people in and around Greater Los Angeles. Like if you, I, I don't know the exact number. I'm not a census taker, but if you basically go from like Ventura to the north, down to Orange County to the south, and you go out to Riverside to the east. How many people is that? 20 million, give or take? That's a lot, a lot of people, yeah. okay? A lot of those people, if not the majority of them, have come from somewhere else. And like like that, the, the caller was just saying, you're not going to change somebody's mind. The, the, he was talking about there, well, he was a Cowboy fan, he slowly become a Rams fan. That's very unusual. You're not going to change. If you grew up in Chicago, you're a Bears fan. If you grew up in Wisconsin, in Milwaukee, you're probably a Packers fan. And you come out here, you don't just go, oh, I'll, I'll root for the Rams or root for the Chargers. You might pick them up as your second team. That, that's kind of normal. But you're not going to switch your allegiance. So when your team comes in, you're putting the jersey on, you're buying the tickets, and you're going. That, that, that probably is life in Los Angeles. But you're right, Al, that you can change this by time. It, it's the only way you're going to do it. There, there. Well, no, it'll happen because there are more and more natives here, right? There are more and more people that yeah. grew up here, that are here, that don't have a team, that the next generation, they're, they're more than likely to pick the team that's local, and they're more than likely to pick the team that's local and really good. That's the Rams. The Rams are, are set up for success, but just because they were here for a long time, they're gone for 22 years. It takes a little bit of time to regrow those roots. The advantage they have was that they were here before and they got guys like me, but this is this is about where this should be because everybody from everywhere else, nobody goes from Los Angeles to Green Bay. That doesn't exist. So It, it doesn't happen like that. They only right. come to the good places. I still think there's kind of that, I think it's fair to question of maybe, listen, is it they're not going to lose fans, right? Like that's not going to happen over time. I think the question is, okay, well, how many fans are they going to gain over time? But Trav, you might have this in 5 years from now, we might still be sitting here saying Niners are playing the Rams at SoFi and damn, there's still a ton of Niner fans that are here. I just use that as an example because certain fan bases they will come out, and certain fan bases are going to come out and support their team, even they're from, even if they're from somewhere else. And it, it, whether it's time or it's not, this could just be the reality of football in L.A. All right, Francis and Glendale writes, those first two callers were like when the Lakers had money to spend and they signed Luol Dang and Timothy Mozgov. It was the rare good idea that was also a bad idea. I think that's about right. You know, this is the best Ant example. And the underwear guy. That's, yeah. that's a bad start. The best example is when you first heard the deals for Luol Dang and Mozgov. I was like, oh, well, there's four-year deals. Well, there's options, right? There's, there's two-year <laughs> options. And then as the calls kept going on, we kept finding out that there actually is no option. Dang is here for four years. Moskov is here for four years. Those were our first two calls. Ant. I'm, I'm never going to see an ant crawl along the ground again and not think of uh, Nico and Red Compton's roommate. All right, more pressure on Matthew Stafford or Nico at Jackson State. More of your roommate stories as well. That's next on Trav and Slee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play.
Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate the limes. Yeah, no, for sure. Here, I'll sign up on the chore chart. I'll be the guy that cooks the food. Somebody else has to sign up to clean it up. Right, I'll, I'll be the the chef. I'll take the trash out. Take <laughs> there you the trash go. Out. I'm Perfect. Really you, good at we do a dishwasher at uh, work. Yeah. So Emily was talking a little bit during uh, the the break, and and this is kind of turned a little bit. Yeah, I, bring I, her on the phone. Call her. <laughs> call her. Let's let's get her in. As we got a couple lines open right well, now, I, let's let's give her a call. I want to talk to your roommate. Take take me through this, Al, because Emily yeah. said something during the break. She's like, "Well, she won't even let me use the dishwasher," and and I just that's like record scratch time. Like, what do you mean she won't let you use the dishwasher? Okay, can you, I start off? Hold on, I... hold on. <laughs> you live there. It's your apartment or house or whatever it is as much as it is hers. You pay rent. She doesn't okay. get to tell you to use the dishwasher. Let... You need to stand up for yourself and no. say, I'm putting my stuff in the dishwasher. I don't care what you say. Emily, give us some more context here. What's going okay. on? Like, so, I, I, I feel like I need. there's more to the story here that we need to hear. So when I first showed up, um, they were using the dishwasher as an extra drying rack. So they would use the dishwasher to dry hand wash dishes. And so I was like, hey, like, is the dishwasher broken? Like, why aren't we using the dishwasher? Yep. And because that's what I just came into. And then they're like, oh, well, our, our landlord said it had been broken. So, okay, well, I texted the landlord. I was like, can we get it fixed? We got our, our dishwasher fixed. And then once the dishwasher was fixed, I'm like, yeah, we can use it. And then I was like, why isn't anybody putting the dishes in the dishwasher? Because I don't want to load it just with my dishes, like my, mm-hmm. like, what, five dishes? Because then that's a waste of water. And they're like, well, it's actually not environmentally friendly to use the okay. dishwasher. Got and I'm like, that's not literally a lie. Friendly. Anyway. Okay. Okay. So that's the context that I have. And so okay. I, I do load my dishes, but I it takes me a long time to get my clean dishes. Here's back. here's the question I have. You live with two two other gals? Two girls, yes. Okay, two girls. And were they both in there already before you got there? Yes. One significantly longer, the other one was pretty new when I arrived as well. Okay, so right out the gate you feel kinda like uh all right, you're the third person coming in. You're trying to be nice. You're trying to be respectful, but there's got to be a kind of a line that 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 I guess you could say you, you got to draw the line somewhere. I'm not doing a chore chart number one, and if I want to use the freaking dishwasher, I'm using the dishwasher because here's what's going to happen, Trav. You tell me if you agree with this. Give an inch. They take a little bit more. Oh, for sure. Just Absolutely. take a little bit more. Hey, we could take a little bit more. Next thing you know, you are basically running a military base over there, okay? That's Marines. probably unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, I didn't sign up to for Camp Pendleton. I signed up to live yeah. in this apartment building. Two-minute showers, go. Do. It's like, what? There's, is she yeah. outside the shower with so, a stopwatch? I'm not, not saying this. that she didn't uh, tell us to take shorter showers when the, oh, when the oh, water was expensive, too. And, and, so and let's like, just do say you, that. Do you socialize with this woman? Not really. Do you want to? No. Break her off. <laughs> tell her to get lost. Okay. Right? Like, they, this is one of these things. That if, you, if you don't socialize with her and you don't really care if you ever do. Okay, but not the, Travis's way. No, no. The, the answer is, it very. I'm going to help you. I'm genuinely going to help you right now. 
um, you need to do this. Your answer, uh, Jane, we've decided we're calling her roommate Jane Doe. Mm-hmm. The answer is, Jane, I'm a grown woman. You don't tell me what to do. Okay. I'm done Let's with this. Take That's a step it. back here. Let's take a step. Because Trav wants no, to throw three ne- haymakers and an uppercut. Just- no, 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 no. She'll never, but she'll never do it again. I don't need her as a friend. Emily just said you need her as a friend. All I need you to do, I'll clean up after myself. You clean up after yourself. Back up. But it's Stop. different. It's different when you're actually living with a person. Like you do yeah. have to see these people all the time. You wake up. You come. All that stuff. There's going to be there's tension yeah. that that I Emily doesn't want in the place. Home. Okay. I want a safe space. So this is the way to do it. The way you should do it is <laughs> tell her respectfully. Listen, I I appreciate. I, I, I get work. how you want the place to work. be. I get how clean you want it to be. I'm just not going to do that stuff. Like, I'm not. The place is going to be clean. I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to make sure I'm a good roommate. But I ain't following these okay. rules as if but- I'm in a uh, I'm in fourth grade and I have homework <laughs> to churn in at the end of third does period. She, does she let you watch TV before you finish your work? I mean, this so I'm is not. What we're okay, talking about. I'm not allowed to use the TV in the living room this is, because she need, takes hey, out you the need, bathroom. You, need to, you either need to tell her to get lost, but the other way, or or the more I do play. Okay, wait. The more I, I hear it, yeah. The more I hear it, the more I'm now kind of leaning towards Trav, yeah. where I almost want to walk in with her. I'll, I'll go the other way. I, I, I will go the other way and say, Al, if you Al's. Al's suggestions are good, but they're in the wrong order. Okay, you need to start with Al's last thing first. Listen, I'm not going to do any of the things you asked me to do. You need to open with that. You need to make it very clear that this is a non-negotiable thing. I'm not going to do what you're asking me to do. Okay. I'll clean up after myself. I'll do it. I'll be a good roommate. I got a great idea. I I am not going to do what you want me to do. You're not my mother. Okay? Okay. I I have a mother. We're not doing that. You need to make this clear. And while you're doing that, fill out an application for new places. Can we do this? Is this possible? We tackle one item at a time. Okay? (laughs) We don't have to, and, nah, and Emily, ultimately, ultimately, you're going to pick the style to do it, but don't you think you should address one of these things with her? Uh, yeah, sure. And, and nah, not she's just, not going to do it, Al. I could tell on I'm your face, Emily, you're not really feeling this, are you? No, it's just I don't like, I've had so many bad roommates in the past, I don't like the tension, so I just do what the dominant roommate says oh wow this is so that's where i, I can see i can see roommate jane going oh, she's gonna be mopping she's gonna be doing the the windows i'm gonna make her she's gonna have you making have her bed by the end of the week it, i don't understand how roommate jane lives with herself jane relax okay hold on hold on a freaking if, glass of wine if, if she does not know, relax if you knew all you had to do was leave a crappy note to somebody and they'd they'd clean up the whole place would you not do it I mean, it's it's no. I wouldn't. Like she's on to something. No, I, I think know. she's taking advantage of somebody well, who's clearly. incredibly nice. Emily, I'm going to craft you a text in response to that, and you. All you got to do is copy it and then paste it. Paste That's all you got to do. And send it and t- tell her that um, I also have very strong feelings about how you are supposed to live, and it's to tell her to buzz off. I, we can I also outsource this to, to listeners to if you guys have any suggestions of what I should say. That's great too. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear Highland. Let's try one very quickly. I, I want to try it again. Rancho Cucamonga and Jeff. Jeff, you're on with Trav and Slee. What's up? Jeff, we're 0 for 2, bro, on these roommate <laughs> calls. So please help us out here. Uh, I got a good one, I think, for you. <laughs> Me and my – shout out to my buddy, Donnie Weddle. Been friends so, for 40 Donnie. years. Uh, we got our first one-bedroom apartment, and uh, we did a good um, – uh, 
favor for a guy. Let's say his name rhymes with rinse, and he okay. slept on our uh, couch for a while. One day, came home, go to bed. We had a one-bedroom, two twin beds, and this guy had a voodoo table set up <laughs> out of Pedro Serrano style. <laughs> He's burning things, poking dolls, drinking liquids. <laughs> I got all mad, and I drank his voodoo juice. Very and bad to drink Joe Boo's rum, by the way, Jeff. You know the rules. Um, I don't. Yeah, you, you don't do. <laughs> don't drink voodoo's rum. He got all mad and put the shack on me. What does that mean? I don't know. What's the shack? <laughs> he puts like the, the like a whammy, like a hex, a curse. Me. This is, okay, yeah, so, exactly. <laughs> thank you, Jeff. I feel um, like we got to hang up on him. I we, feel like we might be getting some of this. Get I, it, yeah, it, I don't want to. Because if you gave it to him and then now he's using this platform right. to tell the story, I feel like we're guilty of something. And the guy that borrowed the underwear and a voodoo. And then voodoo. <laughs> we're, okay. these, are, these are pretty bad roommates. Emily, I'm going to throw this suggestion out. What if, what if she goes opposite and she starts saying, guys, this chart is not enough? We're not doing enough here, and like, how can she? How can she go a step further than the chart. roommate is going? Yeah, how come? How can? How can she kind of come in on this and say, "Well, you're not doing enough either." I mean, I walk out of the shower. There's spots everywhere on the glass. How can she go even further than the other girl? Replace the glass every day. <laughs> Just have a standing glass order. That every day we're gonna reglass the shower and go from there. This is this is terrific. I, I'm enjoying this a great deal, and we haven't even talked about Taylor's roommates who ate nothing but SpaghettiOs every single day. We'll get into that as well. Plus, coming up in 15 minutes, Super Bowl champion Tory Holt will join us. But next, hey, did you see? It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm excited for Hey Did You See because I like this segment, but I like it a little bit more now knowing that Taylor's roommate history is as checkered and glorious as it is. This, this is taking, taking it to a whole nother level. The wonders of Craigslist. <laughs> I guess. Okay, speaking <laughs> of Craig, did you see that Daniel Craig did an entire interview without noticing that he was bleeding from his forehead? So, Travis Lee, have you, ed- have you ever had a job interview or a date or a kind of a work-related interview that you looked back on and cringed because of something embarrassing like that? Yeah. I, I think we've all had – you know, th- this is one thing I really genuinely try to go out of my way to do. If somebody is having a conversation with you, they got something in their teeth, tell them, hey, heads up, you got something right in the middle of your two front teeth – just get that thing picked out because too many times it happens or somebody's got something on their lip or someone too many times it happens or nobody says anything and then when you get home and you go to whatever brush your teeth or you're looking in the mirror I'm like I've had that in my teeth for the past three hours I talked to 64 people and nobody told me anything it's definitely happened if you're one that just lets somebody know you know appreciative somebody is when you tell them hey okay me looking like an idiot ends right now because this guy just told me I had someone yeah it's uh, hey did you have a spinach salad for lunch because half of it's still caught between your teeth you just somebody will go clean that up um 
I really, I'm, I mean, I'm sure I have. I'm more, more curious, Taylor, on why was Daniel Craig bleeding? Did he scratch him? Like, what, what happened? What caused the, the wound that he didn't notice? The reason for it? I do not know, actually. I mean, because if you, like, look, I guess I could scratch myself on the forehead or something and maybe get a little aggressive and have a little blood running down, but this... He was probably no, just I've never, doing some 007 stuff, you know? Maybe. I've never had that, that terrible job interview. I mean, I've had interviews that I went to that I didn't get the job, but I've never had that thing where I walked out and said, wait, I had I had something hanging out of my nose or attached to my face. I haven't I haven't had that one yet. I, uh, I, I kind of now I kind of want to. Who knows? Maybe I need. Oh, I need I've definitely had something in my teeth. No question about. it. Oh, we've all had teeth. something in our yeah. teeth, but ne- yeah. never never something where you didn't notice, and then later on you're like, oh my gosh, I just had the big meeting with uh, a piece of chicken lodged between my two teeth. I haven't <laughs> I haven't had that. It's always disgusting and embarrassing, but much better to your point, Al. Just hey, Al, just um, tell him, dude. You got, That's all you, you got to do. You got, you got a little something right here. We yep. were doing the Rams game the other day. No, here's the story. Yep. I'm doing the, the, the Rams thing, um, and Ben Conroy and I, Ben does our engineering on site, and yep. he says to me, he goes, Trav, and he gives me the little, like, nose thing, right? And I'm like, what? And he goes, does it again. I kind of taps his nose. I'm like, Ben, what? And he goes, dude, you got boogers in your nose. I'm like, oh. All right, cool. Let me, that let, helps. Me, let me get that out of there, and we can keep it moving. So there you go. There's the answer. The injury did happen to him during filming. Apparently. Okay. Okay. Did you see that Arnold Schwarzenegger was involved in a multi-car crash in Brentwood? Fortunately, nobody was hurt, but I'm wondering if you were in a fender bender with any celebrity, who would you want to pick? Oh, that's a great one. You know, Arnold wouldn't be bad. It's funny, you're telling that story, Taylor. And the first thing that crossed my mind is, I don't know if there'd be a worse place to get an offender better than Brentwood, because there's only like one or two ways in and out of that part of town, causing this massive uh, traffic jam along the way. But if Arnold got out, that's a pretty good story. I mean, maybe LeBron or something like that along the way. Shaq would be pretty cool, because he'd probably be like, hey. Whatever you need, let's uh, let's let's not go to the insurance company. Let's just make sure that we take care of this between the two of us. And you know that Shaq would take really good care of you. So I I think I'm going with Shaq, Slee. I'm looking for uh, like a just a high making attorney. You know what I mean? Somebody that's going to put me in put me in a in an awful lawsuit. No, I take I take like a Dave Chappelle. Give me like a Chappelle. Ooh, a good one. Give me like a Kevin Hart. Somebody that you think is going to like make fun out of the situation. Hey, it's not that big of a deal. Now all of a sudden uh, you, you might get a little two-minute stand-up of what happened. It was your fault. It was my fault. I'll take a comedian that's going to lighten the mood a little bit and probably not take it too seriously. Yeah, I don't think Shaq's jumping out of his car with his holding his neck going, you slammed into me. My neck is killing me. I, you know, I need to get my lawyer on the phone. I don't think that that's going to happen. I, the comedian's a good idea. I wouldn't mind some super famous athlete. I, th- I think Shaq's the, the right answer because he'd pay for everything. He'd be happy about it. He'd, he'd have a great story to tell, and you'd get to hang out with Shaq for five minutes while the tow truck showed up. That's not bad. Did you see that it's National Chocolate Cake Day? Chocolate cake is argu- arguably the best kind of cake to have on your birthday. Travis Lee, are you ever too old to blow out candles on a birthday cake? No. Right? I mean, that's that's kind of – look, I'm not the biggest – Al, neither one of us are like the biggest birthday guys in the world, but if you got your little group of people, your family – What are you talking about? I remember whatever. your birthday. Yeah, well, sort of. Got you a nice so, cake for your you, birthday. You did. And, and did, was there a candle on it? I, I don't think there was. Yeah. But yeah, there was. Did we light it? Uh, I thought we did. I thought Janice lit it. Oh, she did. That's right. So, yeah, yeah. no, I'm, I'm 100% okay with blowing out candles on a birthday cake. I'm going to get you a carrot cake on your birthday if I ever actually figure out when it is. I've already yeah, forgotten. you're not going to remember. You, yeah. you snuck it in uh, over the weekend without telling anybody, but I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out one way. You're a carrot cake guy. 
Okay, so I, I am. Carrot cake, uh, carrot cake style. By the way, chocolate cake, you, you can't go wrong. I mean, it's freaking cake. But uh, I, I do carrot cake is, uh, is my favorite one. The Nobody's blowing the candles. Lemon cake, right? Lemon, lemon cake's pretty good. Little little that lemon icing on the top, that's Lemon fun. cake's okay. That one's all right. I mean, if you're, if you're an amateur hour. No, I'm just kidding. Um, okay. But I, I will say this about blowing the candles. No, there's definitely something about, you know, you start getting to, uh, okay, guys, we're 23. We really blowing our candles out. Hey, okay, you're 30. Um, really got to blow <laughs> your candles they, they, out. They have Mickey 37. Mouse you're like, hey, bring the candle. Where are <laughs> no. all the candles at? <laughs> no. See, you're making it sound like the same candles on your eighth birthday are the same way you're doing it on your 38th birthday. You can just do the little three and the eight. You can just do one candle in the cake along the way. But Where's my balloon? Kind of I want to tie my balloon on I my wrist. Them. Who doesn't love a balloon? <laughs> I still like it when I get the uh, the balloons in the morning. Like, hey, it's a special day. Somebody remembered my balloons. No, but absolutely blow the cake out or the candles out on your cake. Don't be such a buzzkill, Al. Enjoy, enjoy the nice little thing listen, in life. Listen, all right? We're not nine. Okay, we're not nine years old. You know who you're sounding like? Who's that? Emily's roommate, just trying to control everybody's <laughs> no, no, no. life. You do you. Sure. <laughs> no, 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 no. You do you. You want to blow out candles on your cake? Blow them out. By the way, so, the restaurant um, comes Emily, out. You're getting we, candles either way. We've decided that um, we're no longer going to do birthday candles in, in the home, and uh, we would like to make sure that all candles. She's got. She's got a lot more to worry about. She's got a lot more to worry about than candles. Yeah, and we're gonna, we're going to coach you up. We're going to get you to a place where you're going to walk in to this woman's bedroom, knock on her door, and say, "Hey, listen, this is how it's going to be moving forward, and you're going to be the alpha roommate. You're going to." She be the should. One she should shots. knock on the door and say, "Oh, do do you hear that?" Oh, is that the dishwasher? <laughs> Sounds like the dishwasher's on. No, here's my goal. I want a floor pizza in Jane's room. <laughs> my goal is to have this house go to the point where there's a pizza lying on her floor the way that Emily has a floor pizza in her room. This is my goal. for the. We need a name for your house, by the way. I don't want to keep saying it like Casa de Emily or something. It's your house. It's you get Jane's to name house it. right now. <laughs> yeah, Casa de Jane. That's right. It's, a, we need it's to boot that camp. Too. That's what it's a military camp. All right, Super Bowl champ Tory Holt joins us next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN.